All right. Welcome to We Define Sisterhood, where we celebrate scars and embrace liberation. We are your hosts, Taylor and Sam. Each month, we focus on a spiritual principle that we are rooted in. This month, we are rooted in faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. All right. Without further ado, uh, before I even get into the hard check, guess who's back? Back, back, back I'm again. Again, Sam and Tay, 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 tell a friend, friend, friend. Ooh, get it, girl. All right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So the heart check segment is as simple as it sounds. This is this. This is our time to check in with ourselves and our listeners to see just how well we've been keeping yourself. Now remember, hashtag keep yourself. So how are you, friend? Ooh, that's a loaded question. First of all, <laughs> I want to acknowledge we have missed you all dearly. We've received the DMs, the texts, like, what's going on? Where y'all at, though? And we appreciate that, y'all. We had some real life. Life was lifing, as our friend Chanel be saying. <laughs> life was lifey, boo Lifey, yeah. honey. Um, life in life, lifey, all of the life. All of the things. So, um... <laughs> So yeah, we we needed to take some time to handle some personal things. So we are back. We are excited to be back with you all. All to say, friends, I'm in a good place. This week has been um, a lot. Personally, we've been, I think we can tell the people, I mean, we've been taking some time away from social media, um, both independently and just encouraging each other to stay on that. And it's been so good just really getting some time away to read. I finished a book this week yesterday. It's my first finished book of the year within the past year. When you finish books, it be feeling so like I'm accomplished. And I used to read so much before COVID. Um, and it's just been super challenging me to have that super challenging for me to have that focus. And so it feels really good to be back in that space, to be able to get things done. So I'm super excited to pick up more books. I'm doing a lot of studying right now. Um, and so it feels good. I'm, I'm in a good space. I had my mom over for this long weekend, and it was nice to hang out together, um, getting ready to go on vacation. And so I'm just looking forward. I'm in a season of transition. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit later. But so many things are, like, ending for me in this next week. And so I'm really looking forward to what my life is going to be like after that, when I have more time. Hallelujah. Oof. No, but um, when I have more time in my schedule to take care of some things that I wanted to do for me. So that is how I'm doing. How are you doing, my love? Well, I can say, considering the circumstance, I am doing a lot better than I was. I know that when we first came on, I talked to you guys a lot of, like, early on. Um, I was, just to be fully transparent, I was really depressed, really depressed, like, at the beginning of the year. And not only that, I was kind of running from God. Maybe not kind of. Let's take the kind of out. I was running. Uh, so that didn't help because it complicated already what I was dealing with. So don't do that. I don't recommend it. It's kind of lame because how do you run from a spirit that is inside of you? It makes no sense. Um, <laughs> so I also, um, most of you guys who follow me know that my father did pass away recently. And I kind of just wanted to be honest here on the podcast because it was, it has, it's 
I can't even put into words. It's probably the most difficult thing I've ever experienced in my life. And losing my uncle was also really hard, but I think losing a parent is different. Um, and so, you know, I have this butterfly because we wore these at his memorial service and one of his favorite colors was blue. And so sometimes when I miss him, I just put it on because to me, it represents transformation and change. And I feel like I've kind of been in the cocoon myself and this is a time of transformation and change for me. So, um, and for my, my spiritual people out there, I got you. Listen, we ain't, we ain't talking about no reincarnation. We ain't talking about no familiar spirits. Like, I think that is just one, there's lots of ways that you can commemorate your loved one that are coming from a pure place when you've lost them. And so um, it's, it's grief is a journey. Actually, that's a book by Kenneth Doka for anybody <laughs> out there. And I honestly, a lot of people are. And so I try to, as much as I can see the beauty and the purpose and everything, even when it's really ugly and when it's really hard. And so if my, story or my uh, experiences at all can help somebody and even the things I haven't experienced that God has just given revelation I think our heart is for there to be revelation on this podcast for us to share a little bit of experience as well and to also speak prophetically so it's kind of like a balance of all the things so you get you know I we're just happy to be back and so I, for me, considering the circumstance, I feel I'm doing pretty well. I just moved into a new place. As you can see, my background is different. (laughs) And also, like, nothing is together. So that's why you'll see a corner of my house. Um, But I'm just looking forward to the journey and decluttering. And as much as I hate unpacking, like, I'm looking forward to the finished outcome. And I think for me, I have more of a plan of, like, how to accomplish that. Which in the past, I mean, like, I always left my apartment half done. <laughs> and I think one of my reflections from last year being COVID is like, we were in the house so much. And I was like, rearranging my apartment. I realized, like, we're going to get to the reflections. You can't tell them just yet, boo. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I was, I was just going to say that, like, you know, the space that you're in matters. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna delve into that. I'm so excited. (laughs) You know, I always jump ahead. (laughs) No worries, because that is our title today. If we haven't said it already, our title today is back outside question mark. Like what's going on? We are back. Okay, not only is this podcast back, but life. Are we bike? Or are we life as we some some (laughs) resemblance of life is coming back. And so we're super excited to get back into that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, without further ado, I'll just go straight ahead to the next segment. So this is our meat and potatoes of the podcast. Hashtag that's the real tea. Hashtag that's the real tea is a segment where we flip the culture on its head and turn a teacup full of gossip into a teacup full of meaningful, heartfelt conversations, reflection, and spiritual truth. Taylin, Welcome, welcome, beautiful people. Today we are talking about, as I said before, being back outside. What does that mean? What have we learned this past 14 months, 16 months? Um, What are our takeaways? What is our hope? What is our desire? How are we doing things differently in this season? And what does it really mean to be in transition? So I wanted to start us off today with the scripture, Isaiah 43 and 19. I have it in two versions. Um, I believe the first is NIV and then the second is the message. And so I think it's really poignant to what our discussion is going to be. And so Isaiah 43 and 19 says, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. 
do not do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness in streams in the wasteland. And the message version, right? I mean, just like He's okay. making ways in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. All my G's out there know that song. Go ahead. There you go, boo. Um, so yes, in the message, it says, that is what God says. The God who builds a road right through the ocean, who carves a path through pounding waves. The God who summons horses and chariots and armies. They lie down and then can't get up. They're snuffed out like so many candles. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I am doing something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? Ooh, you just this sent me church. Girl. Wow. The message sometimes really be here. Just reading that. It is so beautiful because it is such a reminder of, I mean, that first line, the God who builds a road through the ocean. So God is saying like literally the unimaginable, the things that are so far from the human imagination, God can do, he can create. Um, and he's doing something new, not to focus on so much of what's happened before the mm -hmm. history, right? That is old, that it's passed away. But what God is doing in the present to be alert so that you can perceive what is new. And so, um, I was listening to a message by Pastor Teray Roberts. That's my piasta. Love him from oh, my pastor. <laughs> right? <laughs> from Potter's House, LA in Denver. And he was talking about how we have experienced a shaking, right? The things that COVID, and we want to be really clear and to recognize that a lot of tragic things happen. We are not by any means trying to make light of um, that space. And so I think we're really want to focus not necessarily on on that time, right, on the disease, but rather um, the time of just reflection and, and really thinking about how have we changed? I, as I was saying, Teray was talking about a shaking that the earth, literally the earth, not just California, not just Maryland, not just the United States, but the entire earth, every region of the world experienced simultaneously a shaking, a change, right? A slowing down, mm -hmm. um, a grief, that folks are still going through. And so I think um, just, just really understanding that, what does that mean? What does that look like? And as Pastor Terry was saying that we cannot go back into this world and expect it to be the same, right? Some people are saying, well, I can't wait to get back to what it used to. And like, there's no getting back. We are indefinitely changed, right? Um, after this, after going through such a trauma. And so today we wanna talk about the good and the bad, not necessarily the bad, but like, what are we learning? And so I think the first mm -hmm. question that I would love to discuss, friends, is what did you lose and what did you gain? Yes. Within uh, these past 14 uh, or so months. Uh, okay. A lot of things. <laughs> um. It's highly possible I could cry in this podcast. I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> well, first of all, I I lost I lost loved ones. I lost I lost loved ones. I think that's a no brainer. Um, I lost some friendships. Mm -hmm. I did, and some of them just changed, mm -hmm. and I didn't know. I didn't realize how that change was affecting me. I kind of just brushed it off and then when I was able to really deal with it 
it allowed me to reflect that some of it was, it was so bittersweet because some of the changes, it wasn't bad. It's just like their life change, you know, our, the time that we can spend or our conversation, like things just changed. And um, that was hard. It was hard. And I think there's so much grieving that everybody had to do because there was different types of losses, right? Yeah. Um, I lost dreams that I thought I wanted. And even though now I don't mind at that moment, I thought I was like losing everything. Like the whole foundation was just ripped from underneath what I had been working for with my schooling. What I, it just felt like, you know what I mean? And so, um, but what I gained, I don't even know if I fully got all the losses, but, but what I gained what I gained, because we can be sitting here all day, and I, don't want to do that. <laughs> I gained a new perspective. I gained parts of my heart back that had been lost for years, years of just things lying dormant inside of me. And although I haven't been functioning in all of those aspects yet, they're red, they're alive. And they, I think this is a resurrection time for me personally. Um, that song is like the resurrecting king is resurrecting me. I want y'all to just play that over and over and over in this season, because I do think that for many of us, in a sense, we were in a type of grave and things had to be buried and things had to die. And some of that was our will, our desires, our wants. Um, I feel like what I gained was a new perspective, a new inner strength in my spirit. One of my favorite scriptures is a prayer from, I think, Paul that says, I I pray that you might be strengthened in your inner man because your inner man is what's going to last through everything. And so I think a lot of what happened was for our inner man to be dealt with so that we couldn't just keep doing everything on the outer, but it not reflect on the inner. So I feel like I got a new newness in my inner man. But to be able to walk that out has been difficult because my flesh is at conflict with that and things kind of have to change. And I love what it said about don't repeat the old history. There's a reason why we are not supposed to dwell too long on what happens, because it'll keep you in a place that you're supposed to pass through. So I think I gained um, I gained new uh, I gained renewed relationship with my friends that are already there. Um, I also gained new friends. And like, I also gained um, friends that were there, but like we weren't connecting. And I I think not because anything particular, just kind of like life. Um, I gained a new position spiritually and in the natural. I mean, I feel like my gains were greater than my losses. The losses were just so painful. Very, very painful. And um, I think that's where I'm at where in the earlier time of me talking to you guys, I still was in a place where I was wrestling with the will of God and answering the call of God. I think the difference with now is, although it's almost like my dad passing was a big wake up call. Like it put everything into perspective and it caused me to go back and look at some of the words he prophesied or just spoke passing and he could be a very unassuming person because of circumstance in his life people would just kind of write it off like he doesn't know what he's saying he's he but he 
sometimes you realize how much wisdom was in that person when they're no longer there. And I also think it's a time and a season for God to reveal that to you. And so it was like crazy because at the same time, it put so much into perspective that I was like, I cannot bag a lady you gonna miss your bus like let me put all, all this down today all the songs <laughs> <laughs> so that's that for me I've gained a new meaning of what joy looks like in a season of loss personally what wow. about you that was so beautiful friend I'm here <laughs> like oh my gosh yes I'm here for all of it um, I was trying to think of my own answer, right? I was like, mm, I probably should have thought about this before. <laughs> but I think for me, I lost versions of myself that just were not useful anymore. Versions of myself that, yes, that um, intentionally made myself smaller to make other people feel comfortable around me. That was afraid versions of me that were afraid to speak up or to have difficult conversations with friends or family, right? Um, a version of myself that was afraid to like communicate when I, my needs, particularly um, just in, in those close around me, both like friends, family, romantic relationships, just afraid to say like, Hey, I need this thing. Right. I, I can't do it all by myself. I think coming home, um, I learned so much. I learned so much. And in particular, when I think about buying this house and having to renovate and just do different things, there's no way I could have done it by myself. Like I just could not have. And sometimes you don't even know what you're missing until you have it. Right. And so I didn't even know how important it was for me to be around my family, not just because I needed their help, but like their love for them to show up for me in the ways that they have. Um, my uncle just pops by randomly and whenever I ever like, okay, he will clean at my front yard. He will take my trash, like whatever. He's just like, what do you need? He will um, clean my car, like just whatever I need. He is there to do it. You know, same for my dad. Um, Allow me to use the truck. Like both of my girl, my mom, she was Jesus. What did she not it's do? Rocky. What did Love Mama you. not do, honey? Because she was the interior decorator, baby girl. <laughs> the carpenter. Mama was like, we laying this. Girl, we laying this floor down. We painting this. We standing that. Mama was everywhere, like, in all things. I'd be like, girl, I don't know what's with the girl. She'd be like, okay, girl, that's what we going to do with this. Y'all need to be on HGTV. <laughs> girl, for, without, without fail. So, I mean, she was just amazing, like, and is still was helping me this weekend trying to get this apartment together downstairs girl so all in all um I think like yeah I just realized right this hyper focus on being independent and like trying to do everything by yourself that you need your family around you need their support and their love and so I gained that when I moved back I lost um a lot of you you spoke to with these dreams I wouldn't say for me just expectations about what my life was going to look like right I was living um pre-COVID I was living in New York City I was praying about God I want to be rooted God I want to be planted somewhere God fulfilled that at the same time it was grieving this idea of um it be happening on my own terms I didn't decide when and how it was going to happen right and so that took some time to grieve and then mm-hmm. moving here and not having community y'all she got the heck up out of now she's still- <laughs> Girl, <laughs> be gay. We gonna see you later. You waste no time. I spent money. Also, you not go. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so um and I think yeah I was saying something but I totally forgot I oh, think just, no 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 you're good boo no just generally um being able oh I was saying grieving community I lost as much as New York was we can talk about this at a different time because <laughs> being New York and <laughs> I'm my the New York edition the New York edition girl I'm gonna have to leave that there that we're gonna pick it back up another time because these New Yorkers, they sensitive, boo-boo. Because if you try to talk about they city, baby, girl. They ready to fight. It's like, y'all ain't all of that. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, um, but for all in all, yeah, even though um, New York was hard for me in many ways, I was just building my community, right? I was just getting settled a year and a half in, um, trying to build that around me. And then I left. And so here I am, back in a space where... Um, I don't have that many friends. Mm-hmm. This many, actually. So, um, yeah, so it's just kind of rebuild that community. And, and I am choosing in this season, what did I gain? How my perspective shifted, right? The moments of joy. Like, I get joy being able to spend time with my mom going to open houses this weekend. Or for me, Aww. just driving my car, listening to music. Or I found a really dope spot to hike near my house. So, like, that brings me joy today. Playing South African vibes on the TV and, like, having a little dance party. Like, that, I've been able to really focus on these small things, right? These everyday things that are joyous, that I'm grateful for. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm grateful for that perspective shift and God to allow me to be open to the beauty of life. Mm. Yeah. Um, We need a mama and me podcast. Girl. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Girl to get our moms on here. Um, Yes. (laughs) So I would love to shift us a little bit Mm -hmm. and talk about what are you committing to doing differently? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything, everything. Girl, everything got me Girl okay. Um, all the I, above, all the above. D, that's my answer choice. D. I think one of the biggest things is like, this is twofold. It just came to me right now. I'm committed, I solemnly pledge that I am committed to living clutter-free in my home and inside. I feel like, and I was talking to my friends about this, like, and I'm still in the process because I moved, but like, I still want to get rid of things. And I'm like, I remember me and Taylor were on the on the phone one day and I kind of just broke down and cried. And I was like, I didn't realize how much I have attachment to like things. And I'm not a hoarder y'all. It's not to that level, but I mean that like, I noticed myself when I'm having a bad day, let me go get something. Let me buy a piece. I mean, retail therapy is the best therapy. Okay. I still feel like that, but I need my, I need me to be. Retail therapy on this side. Retail therapy. Real therapy is the best therapy. You guys, I'm being facetious. I need to know that. Please do not. Please, please. I'm being funny. But no, like I, um, I want to have a healthy relationship with money. I want to have a healthy relationship with, I'm always going to want to shop. I love shopping, but I want my, I need, I need Sam to have a healthy relationship with that and it not be based off of, I'm going through this. I want this. I want, this will make me feel better. I'll feel prettier if I, I mean, I have all had realized I had all these attachments and any of my friends know, they'd be like, Sam, for years, I don't get rid of, no, I need this. I mean, y'all, 
It's I need. I need it. And they just look at me like, because you gotta you gotta let your friend go through what they're going through. So God gets to them. It's real for them. And I just got to the space where I felt suffocated by all the things. I felt trapped. I mean, I was so ready to get out of that apartment. I felt trapped. I felt, um, and was it, I'm not talking, it's not the apartment's fault. It's the things that I allowed in. It's the stuff. And I just want to live clutter-free in my spirit, in my soul, and in my home. Now, I ain't never going to be a minimalist minimalist because I like me some shoes and I like options. But I think that I can t- I can bring it down without losing me, right? Like I can declutter without losing me. So that is something I personally am committed to. And I'm committed to living more of a disciplined life. Um, and I'd be like, I, if y'all listen to my prayers, y'all would just be laughing because I'm like, God, make me a morning person. God, <laughs> the Bible says that early I shall seek you. But God, I just have a problem opening my eyes before seven o'clock. It just don't seem to be working. So I really would like to work on my ability to keep a schedule and to be disciplined because I'm managing a lot and I am reintegrating myself into leadership and account accountability. And I can't always be thrown by the waves of life. I have to be that seed planted in good ground that can stand even when everything's shaking, the whole foundation, the whole routine doesn't get destroyed. So those are the things that I feel like I'm committed to doing differently. I love it, friend. I'm so here mm-hmm. for it. I think for me, God, oof. Mm. A few things recently has been, it's been a shift. It's been a shift. Um, I, I have had two main lessons. One is that I was overcommitting. I learned this lesson the hard way two times within this past year. <laughs> trying to do too much. Trying to do too much. And so I'm committed to not overfilling my plate, not adding all the things because someone wants me to do it or it would mm-hmm. look good, right? Or I want to please somebody, but I'm committed to really obeying God and saying like, Lord, I'm reserving this time to really, for you and I, um, and just to rest. Rest is good. It's necessary. It's needed, right? And so- I need to follow the nap ministry on Instagram. Girl, I did. I'm gonna get back on it when <laughs> I get back on Instagram. Right. <laughs> yes. So I'm committed to resting. I'm committed to not overfilling my plate. And I'm also committed to um, ending well. I've realized Mm -hmm. that when I think about um, professionally in particular, or just different situations where when it's time to go, I start to check out. I start to be like, okay, God, I'm ready to go. Like, I know you told me it's time to go anyway. So why am I still here? And my attitude is not the best, right? And so I want to do better with that. I'm committed to, as long as I am, Somewhere that is, I am to give it my all, right? I am to do my best work, um, even if I'm ready to go, even if I know God is calling me to greater and a different, a different atmosphere. It is still, it is required of me as a person of integrity to maintain, um, to maintain that. And so I'm committed to really just performing my best professionally, but also um, in my life and in different situations, being able to give everything that I have. And I think in this season, and when I say in this season, I'm like, well, this past couple weeks, two weeks, week and a half, just stepping into the full authority that God has given me. I think in within this past year, these um, 14 months, not being so afraid of 
what God has called me to do. Like, what is my purpose? What does that look like? I'm still defining that. I feel like that word is overused sometimes, but um, I think getting God, he says that we have, he knew us in our mother's womb. Like before we even formed in our mother's womb that he knew us and that he gave us a purpose and a plan for our lives. Um, And so that is what I'm trying to understand and that I am continuing to grow in and choosing to not be afraid or shy away from that. I feel like in a lot of ways, being scared of what that was going to require of me. I was like, I'm not ready for that right now. I'm going to just pat, pat, you know what I'm saying? We're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to make it shake. Like you doing my own thing, a version. I want to be obedient to you, but like, you know, I mean, I desired that, but I wasn't fully ready to submit to what it was going to take. And so Mm -hmm. I'm stepping into that now, really studying so that I can fully understand me and my identity and who God has called me to be. And I'm looking forward to doing that. So I love that. I love that. And I would love to hear, what do you know now that you didn't know this time last year? Ooh, what do I know now that I didn't know last year? Hmm. I don't know, so many things. I think that um, what I didn't know probably would be, I don't know if it's like, I didn't know. I think it's more of like, I didn't know how, like the how, um, like I had heard like, you know, rest in the Lord or, um, you know, trust him. But like, I just like literally while you're talking, um, I just heard in my spirit, like, this is like a walk it out season for me and probably for some of y'all, I'm going to go on a limb and say, not even probably like it's a walk it out. And so I think what I know now is, I'm starting to understand the hows and a lot of the hows really depend on you and this and your ability to, okay, I hear what you're saying. Step, 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 apply. Okay. What are you saying? Then applying. What are you saying? Then applying. And so I think I had a lot of, I know what you're saying and not a, how do I apply? And I think that's the difference between me last year, this time, because I said all these things. And I went back and listened to the things I preached and said, and I saw how I did all of the wrong things, but I was saying the things. And so for me, it's not just saying it, not just seeing it, but applying what you're, and I think for me, the application is where I'm learning and where I have learned from last year what that looks like a little bit more. And I think, especially as prophetic people, we get so excited about the word but we don't always hear the instruction in the word. We hear, you go get that house. But we don't hear the condition of the word, which is if you set your time aside and begin to become a good steward, and I'm just making this up, I'm not saying this even what, then I will bless you this, this, and this. Think about Deuteronomy 28. I had this friend years ago, I don't know where she is. I probably said this before. But he says, I will make you lender and the borrow. I will do it. He, all of that was based on the condition. What the condition was, if you keep your covenant with me, if you obey me, if you walk in alignment, then I will, I will, I will, I will. But if that doesn't happen, the other side of that was a curse. And so not saying that y'all are going to be cursed, 
But I'm saying that we can't like patty cake that stuff because you being aligned with your purpose is the single most important thing you will ever do in your entire life because that is essentially alignment with his purpose and his will. I think you said it beautifully, that purpose we often look at in like a one faceted way when it's multifaceted. And the main purpose behind your purpose is his purpose. So if your purpose and his purpose ain't one, something's wrong with that picture. And we need you to go ahead and just realign yourself. So it's the application for me, sis. The application. What about you? Yes, I love it. I love it. I think for me, and this may surprise some people, but I feel like what I know now, I I don't know what other way to put it rather than like my voice matters. I Mm -hmm. I knew that, but like, I don't know. I think just really recognizing that, you know, um, I recently, I have this container and it has like all of these letters and um, things that people have written me, like birthday cards and letters, especially for my teaching years, you know, you would get observed in the classroom so much, people would write you letters. And um, just seeing that and just reading all of these things was so affirming. And then recently just having like people, one of my students literally today, right before we got on the call, from when I used to teach in New Orleans, she, she FaceTimed me and was like, see, I talked to my teacher still, like, you know, her friend was there. I don't know, it just, reminding God just has this way of reminding you that like it's funny people are always like yeah you told me my dad I told him years ago apparently that he needed to get out of the zone and his bubble and I'm like sir you need to go on take yourself out go to dinner explore different areas the barrier is huge and he was like yeah you told me that so like you know I went to this spot and I'm gonna have to take you and it's I just I'm like I said that oh you was listening Cause I don't remember, I have no recollection. Okay. And so God just has this way of reminding me that like, girl, what you say matters as it does for everybody, right? Like your words, they matter to people. They impact people good and bad. Right. Even the things that you hope you wish you could take back. Um, but I think in this season, just being able to fully recognize that and the beauty and the power that God has given me to be able to impact other people's lives. I don't take that lightly whatsoever. And to be able to, as I see my team grow and develop so much this summer, um, team members who, when they first came, like were so quiet and shy and have just grown into these amazing leaders um, because of the work that they put in and, and just helping and coaching and cultivating that in them. That is where I get the most joy, where I feel proud proud of myself and proud and just grateful to be here on this earth and so um I don't I knew that but I think I have a new revelation around how to use my words and to show up for myself I don't think I always was brave enough to show up for myself I showed up for other people I could use my voice even if I was afraid even if I was shaking right to be able to make sure that someone else had what they needed but I wasn't always ready to do that for me and so I have learned and am learning how to continue to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as we end um, in this segment, the last thing I would love for us to end on is what is your biggest source of hope? Uh, This is where I'm getting messy. (laughs) Um, My community. I think when I just wanted to give up, I just like... (sighs) I feel like it's my community, it's my friends, it's my pastors, it's my family, it's my um, destiny and divine connections that 
give me hope because when I see you guys keep going, I know that I can keep going even when I don't see it and when I don't feel it. Um, and I'm, I'm smiling and I'm laughing and I'm having a good time, but I can only say that it's just the working of the Holy Spirit because sometimes I just have hard days and you just feel like there's not another end. Um, there's not an end to it. And I think where I'm lacking in my life, God has blessed me so much in another area. So like where, you know, my parents aren't able to um, be there or maybe in the capacity that I want them to be like God for that is he's over blessed me in other areas. Like even with my mother, just by her condition, but her spirit and just the way our relationship has evolved. And I really look forward to doing a mom episode and um, really bringing her on here. And I think that um, even that abundance and it, I'm a testimony for people who are orphaned, for people who um, maybe just deal with an orphan spirit or just like, you know, it's just hard. Like there's no way to chop it. You might even feel like the odd person out in your friend group sometimes, or you might really feel alone. Like, I think I'm a living testimony that God will bless you so much. And I've learned to cherish the blessings I do have, despite what I wish I could have that I don't have. So for me, it's my community that gives me hope because I know that God is lives in community. Beautifully said, friends. I think my biggest source of hope is just the freedom, freedom in my time, freedom to dream and to believe and to continue to explore and investigate who is Taylin. I recently was asking, I had my one-on-ones with my team last week and was asking them like, what is your a wild dream that you have? I realized that I don't know that I have dreams. And I know that sounds really weird to say. I, as I thought about, you know, what did Taylin as a kid want to be or want to do? She had so many ideas. But at the same time, I think I was so present, just living in the moment, trying to survive in some instances that I didn't have these lofty dreams or these like, you know, even now. Um, and so I'm really just praying that God would just what give me dreams. Like what are some dreams that I can have that I can aspire to some crazy things that I would probably never ever think I could, could happen for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm ready to believe those things and ready to um, go after them. And so I'm really looking forward to the freedom. And that is my hope is that um, life is just so grand. Like <laughs> there's no other way to put it. Do yeah. I have everything I desire? No. Like, are there things that I've been praying for for years and I'm still waiting to, for them to come to pass? Yes. Um, am I grieving in certain areas? Yes. Like, you know, the family, there are lots of things going on that I could focus on or that could sadden me. And that they do. I'm human, right? Mm -hmm. I have my days or weeks sometimes or months sometimes. Um, but right now I am celebrating and, and my hope is and of course Christ because I recognize that um yeah that has given me just the freedom to live and to breathe and to do things that basic things that are not basic for everybody so mm. yeah. yeah I love it well are we ready to go on to our 
All right. Well, y'all know what it is. It is time for I Am I My Sister's Keeper. This is the critical self-reflection point of our podcast. This is a segment where we explore the difficulties of relationships and challenge ourselves to love each other better. Hashtag keep your sister, your mama, your brother, your friend, your boss. But be tactful when you're keeping your boss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you don't want to lose your job. Girl, keep your job, okay? Hashtag keep your, hashtag keep your Baby girl. All right. Amen. Yes. If there's one word of wisdom, I think that I would give folks, and this is just, and like I said, in July 1st, we started this. Um, I mean, it has been so freeing to not have to be attached to my phone. Like when I tell you, (laughs) and it's crazy because in particular for me, not having a community out here, I feel like this brings me connection sometimes, right? This phone allows me to like get plugged into what's going on in life. And sometimes I'm like, God, well, I I might miss something. You know, sometimes you feel like you're going to miss something, but I'm going to tell you, y'all, oh, please take, I've been so productive. But beyond that, just I, I really worked eight hours, girl. <laughs> Lord. And girl, I'm like, dang, all the work I'm doing at my to do list is still long. Like, what was I doing before? How? Sway time, <laughs> So, um, but yeah, I think just I started to realize this little voice in my head that was like, well, you know, so and so did it like this, or maybe you're supposed to do it like this because you know you don't realize it, but you start these people actually live in your head right like these become real things that you start to compare yourself to and so when you detach from that you get to live this life of like you know whatever you what what you think is best what you want to see for your life and your own personal journey right you don't have somebody to compare it to or where you should be at this point in your life because you're this age or you go to this school or you go to this church like you know you get to really live for whatever the possibility is for you you get to define that and so Take some time away. You get to listen and hear and uh, reflect, right? And actually um, just enjoy more. So Mm -hmm. that is my encouragement. So you can reflect on, you know, how you're going to do things differently and show up differently in this world. What about you, sis? Yeah. um, I would echo that, to be honest. I think, no, I'll be struggling some days because, you know, I'd be like, it's quiet. Well, what I'm supposed to do with all this quietness, Lord, like, <laughs> like I was the kid where my mom had to put me in activities because I would drive her nuts when I was bored. Girl, I was so I. My mama put me tailing you on the timeout. Don't talk. <laughs> Not talk, mommy. But I'm is the timeout almost done? No, girl, be quiet. Oh my God, hilarious. Yeah, my mom had me in all the activities. I soccer, gymnastics, just, just make her run because she needs to be tired. Honestly, that's like me and my dog right now. Um, but yeah, I guess my challenge or, you know, I think my challenge would be to just to plug into the source. Like you're unplugging from one thing to plug into something else. Yeah. And I think that when you are plugged into the source, all that stress starts to lift off of you because you're not relying on you to complete it. And so the word says he will keep you in one perfect peace, not semi-peace. Like sometimes I think we'd be praying, God, give me peace. Meanwhile, we're filling with all ourselves with all these things that are disrupting our peace. So you can't pray that and then be filling yourself with all the stuff that's disrupting that. 
plug in, you know, faith without works is dead, right? Like, and not works like religious works, but the working of your faith where you're applying those things and faith that God will do what he said he's going to do because he watches over his word to perform it. So I think if you just find a way to plug in whatever season you're in, um, it'll, it, you'll notice a, a noticeable difference. Like, I feel like I have so much more peace. And it was like only a few days. And a lot more like clarity Clear. instead of cloudiness in yes. my mind. Yes, exactly. Too many voices, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yes. Yeah. All right, Will. We wanted to just give a plug real quick because we know we've been gone. But let me tell y'all something. See, I'll be posting these things and, and uh, y'all don't be putting no questions. Now, what I need you to do just send us some questions, send us some topics. Let us know what you would like to hear. You know, um, please do that at We Define Sisterhood on Instagram. We will also work on a Facebook page because I'm realizing we might be missing some of the Facebook family. So, yes, we down the line. Page. We just haven't been posting regularly to it. Oops. I didn't even know. That tells you we need some work because I didn't even know it existed. All right. So, um, without further ado, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all know I love this part. It's time for the benediction. Okay. And finally, mm, glory to God, we have come to the benediction where we will spend our final moments affirming one another with a truth statement sealed in Christ and with a prayer of agreement. Taylor. Yes. So today's affirmation is where i am right now right here at this moment is exactly where i'm supposed to be and what is mine will not run or hide or avoid being mine mm, i love that yes. sometimes we just need to be reminded that where you are right now is where you're supposed to be you didn't miss anything right um god is not holding or withholding anything from you and what is supposed to be yours it won't you won't have to go and search for it right in that way of like trying to hold on to something where literally you have marked because yeah because it's not it's supposed to be released and so um today we just pray we pray for every person listening to this podcast or watching this video that yes. they would just rest and have peace to know that god has exactly where they are is where they're supposed to be that God has given them a purpose and a vision and it has not been lost, that they have not done anything so egregious that it will cause them to lose the love of Christ, right? That God, he continues to go after us, right? He continues to lavish us in his love. And I pray that we are reminded that today, of that today, that we have done nothing. He says that nothing can keep us from his love, not angels, not demons, not um, nothing. Um, and so that he would pierce our hearts. I pray that every person listening to that will just literally feel this warmth and this comfort to know that God loves them, that he cares about them, that he literally knows the number of hairs on our head. That's how intimately he knows us and how much he cares about us. And so I pray that the things that are for us, Lord, that they would flow to us, that they would um, flow within us, uh, that we wouldn't be trying to hold on to relationships or jobs or schools or um, assignments friends that we just know it's time to surrender so would you help us make that tough decision to tell that person that you 
are not going to talk to them anymore or to leave that job for something newer. Maybe it's even taking that first step to even look for something else. Um, maybe it's deciding to delete that person's number or to block them, whatever it is, but allow us to literally release and surrender what used to be, what was past. Um, let us not look back as you, as we read earlier in scripture, but let us look forward and look ahead and to be open to what is new and to be open to the future and the present. And so thank you, God. We pray this in your name. Amen. In Jesus name. Yes. We hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Please remember to follow us at We Define Sisterhood on the gram. Let light, love, and laughter forever be your portion until we know again. Thank you, beautiful people. See ya. Bye.